Welcome to this February's I Am A monthly podcast with me, Liz Villani, the founder of Be Yourself at Work. This month, we were inspired by Valentine's Day, and so we thought we'd actually do a bit of a recording for you to reflect on using your I Am outside of work. So the interesting thing about exploring this subject is most of us think that we need to be really on it at work. Um, and so we'll create a persona, we'll have success models, we'll be professional, all of those things. And, and our I am obviously helps us to balance that. But the vast majority of us actually have a different persona. We're different inside of work to outside of work. But actually, you're you everywhere. And so what I'd really like to do to help you this month is to ask you some questions and explore some examples of, of how actually using your I am can help you with your relationships outside of work. And I don't just mean the other half. We have saved marriages. We have helped people to really um, use their I am and who they are to really boost their love life, if you like. But all relationships need work. And actually, the key to this is being your best self everywhere. So let's explore and begin. So the first thing I'd like to do is just kind of take some time with you to reflect on who you're being inside and outside of work. The vast majority of us, as I've said, are different. But there's no line drawn down you that says, this is me at work and this is me at home. On the inside of you, you're you everywhere. And I can't describe how many times we've heard, um, you know, when we work with people through I Am and our one-to-ones and our workshops, actually how much people are really on it potentially when they're at work you know they're full of energy and positivity they're upping their game they're working super hard and when they get home they're perhaps a bit grumpy um, and stressed and tired um, and outside of work tends to be time to recuperate rather than time to be them and this is what i'd like to really challenge you with in this monthly i am a podcast who are you being outside of work and what is the impact of that behavior on you um, and also your relationships and the people around you because the trick is to be you everywhere in balance as we know so first of all take a minute just to challenge yourself as you listen to the to my words and, and think well actually what's my energy like when I walk in the door at night, you know, when I think about my weekends, um, if I'm not working in those in those hours, what am I doing? Am I lying on the sofa doing very little? Am I, you know, shuttling children around, um, you know, and, uh, and and those kind of things, or am I playing sport? What am I doing? And actually, how much am I really being me? How much am I being my best self? How much am I fueling my energy by using the values that are in my I am to really help me to feel happy and engaged and be my best? My guess is that although most of us are more us outside of work, that's not true for everybody, but over 70% are more themselves. We measure that outside of work than inside of work. We have strong tendency to not manage our reactions and our energy and our mood. And so even though we might be being more us sometimes than inside of work, our reactions, our negativity, our grumpiness, our moaning, our tiredness, we tend to lean on those around us. And so they don't necessarily see the best person that we are, the person we like to show when it really matters for example, when we're at work. So something to reflect on to begin with. 
So straight in a very straightforward way, a brilliant suggestion I love from all of our development team when we think about being ourselves outside of work and being our best is to score your I am. Very simple. If you've not done it for a while, um, follow the links on the eight-week I am email. Get your I am out. Just literally score it. How much am I being me inside of work and how much am I being each of these values outside of work? Ten is high, zero is low. And just have a look. You can also choose certain people or situations. So you might choose hobbies or certain relationships or with people, with your children or with your parents or, you know, whatever it is that you do. Maybe you, you know, you do volunteer work. So just, you can select different scenarios and just take your I am out and score how much you're being you. Um, one thing that you can do, which might perhaps be fraught with danger, we'll see, but you can reflect on as well, is getting the important people in your life to give you some feedback. Um, you know, you can give them that your I am. Maybe it's already stuck to the fridge, but you know, how much am I being me? Do you see these things in me? Um, because it's really interesting, actually, sometimes that we don't actually think about enough because we take our relationships often for granted we don't really think about how much the other person or people in our lives are actually seeing different aspects of us um so that's a really good um an interesting thing to do as well is to share your i am with people and just get them to score you get them to give you feedback do you see me most people will have um a, a shift in their energy um, so once you've done your scoring, it's just interesting, isn't it, to think about your grumpiness factor, um, you know, and, and actually how much out of 10, for example, are you really putting me in the effort to be positive, to make a difference with the people that you care about? Um, and if you and if you do think that actually I'm not really choosing to be on my best um, behavior, if you like, in terms of being positive and engaged and interested and all of those things from an energy perspective. Um, just work through some of the tools that you'll have from Be Yourself at Work um, to drive pos more positive behavior. So, for example, you know, think about not letting your mood be affected by others. You know, don't let people on the TV or people in your life infiltrate your energy in a negative way and then react. Nobody has the power um, to choose your emotional response only you have that power so use it to make sure that you're protecting your energy and you don't just sort of fall into any negative or challenging behavior and reactions because of the people around you and you're not controlling how you're feeling and how you're reacting the other thing, uh, you know, other examples of things that you can do is, you know, actually manage any stress and anxiety. So, you know, writing down things down is a really good thing to do. Um, managing your mind and actually compartmentalizing your worries and fears, um, you know, and the things that perhaps are challenging you. And of course, looking after yourself, you know, having time for exercise and me time and those kind of things. If you're thinking about, you know, if you want to get started on, on some of that work, a really good place to start is your bedrock. So we find that the values that are in your bedrock often correlate to what triggers us. This, this, these parts of you, they just, they, you feel like you when you're really being them. They underpin you at your best. And so if you're not really conscious of them and being them in your relationships outside of work, you could be quite volatile. You could, you know, feel quite ungrounded. Your energy won't be you know, as it could be, you're not really being your best. And so 
a good place to start is just literally to look at your bedrock values. The other thing when you look at your scoring is to actually reflect on the fact that there are no values that should be just for home and others that are just for work. You need to be you everywhere. And a good example of this is where you've got, you know, a value that's kind of calm and, and you having space to think and those kind of things, because we can be so busy at work that we don't necessarily make the time. But remember, your I am is an energy um, as well as an activity that you enjoy. So actually, when you have got elements of calm and stillness and those things, it's really important that you get those inside and outside of work and, and you do that consciously. I mean, there are some really good examples of certain values that can really, you know, be quite challenging if they're not in play when we think about relationships. So at the top of RIM, we know that we can overplay these parts of ourselves. So that's a good question to ask yourself. Am I overplaying any of these things? And that can be amplified with roles. Um, so, for example, you know, many fathers we find will actually take on a more, you know, fatherly direct patriarchal role um, and a woman will take on more of the kind of cook the dinner caring nurturing role how much of those behaviors are actually in your I am are you really being you despite the role that you believe you should play so that's another thing that's quite interesting um, to reflect on and look at in balance so let's take the sort of calm space examples. But we've got some examples to help you to, to reflect um, on, on what might be something that you can try too. So a good example would be, you know, having a value like calm reflection, you know, or stillness or kind of close connection with people. Um, and in those cases, sometimes life outside of work can feel quite hectic you know we've got examples of people coming home um, from the office from work for example you know and needing to jump in straight away as soon as they get home um, and actually because they needed calm reflection and close connection in their bedrock the relationship was struggling because you know they just like literally never ever felt like they could come in and just be them um, and so, you know, on reflection, what they were able to do, and there's, there's good lots of examples of these kinds of things, is actually step back from the situation and actually think, right, okay, what do I need for a moment of calm reflection and close connection when I first walk in the door, when I've got, you know, children and, and people running around and I've got pets and, you know, there's lots to do and all those kind of things. You know, maybe, uh, you know, examples of coming up with a plan to maybe sort of, you know, walk some of the pets when you get home and just have that time uh, with the other half and actually sort of making more of a plan across the week so that, you know, on, on you know, when you think about it, you actually feel more in control if you need to have that calm reflection or a plan or to be organised or to be ordered. Um, the most important thing is that with the bedrock, you just consciously make the effort to really bring in some of these things because otherwise you could feel quite off-center and you won't be being your best self and that does affect our relationships outside of work so take your bedrock have a reflection um, on what it is and then really think about that one of the things that i often find um, with clients is that when you use your i am you compare yourself to your partner so, and we tend to, um, to be different or very similar. 
And what a lot of people will do is that where there are similarities, if one person in the relationship is really strong on something, so let's say, for example, get, being organized um, or really strong, um, you know, on kind of fun and excitement and positivity and being the joker and those kind of things. But you as the individual also like to have fun and also like to joke and also like to be organized but because you are the half your partner or whatever um is really 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 like that you kind of let them do it and then you don't do as much of it outside of work this is a real challenge um because if you're compromising certain parts of yourself certain values then you just won't be being your best self. Things will just not feel quite right. You won't be being you. So beware of comparisons. I'm not as quick as, I'm not as active as, I'm not as funny as, I'm not you know, as organized as, but yet you have those values. So um, just beware comparing to a partner because it could mean that you're, you're not necessarily living that value. Um, so, you know, the, the bedrock really is the first answer. The heart and motivators, the top of your I am, are you overplaying it? Are you bringing it? Um, is it too much? You know, most of us, you know, we are potentially catching up on energy when we're not at work. And so, you know, those things can often not, not come into play. But beware of overplaying your values and, and question yourself, um, you know, on, on how much you're doing that. A little bit like inside of work, when we think about our relationships outside of work, the reputational layer often doesn't get a look in too much. <laughs> um, it's kind of the, you know, it's, that, it's not as sexy as the rest of us, you know, in terms of that top, we love that energy of, of the heart and the motivators and the bedrock really helps us to feel ourselves and grounded. But your real power and what you should be like to live with day to day should all run through the middle of your I am, which is that reputational layer. And when people really do this, when they're really living their bedrock, followed by their reputational values and amplifying them, they become very authentic and very natural um, and actually quite sort of charismatic, I think, as well. There's something about a grounded confidence that's baked in to the bottom half of your I am. So challenge yourself. Am I really amplifying my reputational I am values? And then step back from them and think, well, actually, if I, if I gave and amplified one of these, all of them, ideally, but just take them one at a time, what would the impact be on the people I live with or the people I spend time with? Um, and am I doing enough of that? Because often we'll wait for relationships especially romantic relationships to make us happy but actually having done this work for so long now i can absolutely promise you that if you can make yourself happy and then make someone else happy wow um you know you really will feel your best self and be living the dream if you like when it comes to relationships so take each of your reputational values and just think what's the gift here for for other people so for example one of mine which is actually an uncompromisable so it sits within the middle of my reputational layer is is can-do belief you know i really i'm a really positive person sometimes i have to work on staying in that zone you know running be yourself at work isn't always a walk in the park there are lots of challenges 
um, to being an entrepreneur, changing the world and running your own business. Um, but I can, if I really amplify can-do belief, I naturally show that I believe in others and help them to see a way through, you know, and create a very positive atmosphere in my home and in my world and in the conversations that I have and in my relationships. It's an uncompromisable for me. So I absolutely have had to let go of some previous old friendships that where people just, they're just not positive and it's uncompromisable for me. I don't really want to spend uh, my time outside of work listening to somebody moaning and gossiping all the time (laughs) and being negative. So, um, you know, but if I amplify can-do belief, I can really turn things around for people. I can really create a lovely belief in people um, and hope um, and inspiration because of that positivity that is naturally in my reputational layer. So if you think about turning each of your reputational layer, I am, values inside out, what is the gift that you're giving other people? What is it that you're bringing and imparting on others? So really, it's not that dissimilar when you think about your I am for outside of work and in your relationships as inside of work. Um, We're all different. Everybody's unique. Um, Nobody is the same as you. So remember that, Um, you know, and don't make people wrong necessarily just because they're the opposite of you, particularly in your bedrock, you know, just because, you know, I've got, for example, I've got stillness in my bedrock. That's my entry value, bottom right. So I just need a moment of pause, Um, you know, whereas, you know, my husband's quite excited about things and wants to get on with things immediately. So sometimes I just need to be aware. You will have things that you need to be aware that you need in your bedrock and not make him wrong or her wrong or other people wrong just because they're not like you. Um, which takes time, reflection, and it's about personal growth. Um, but if you can, um, if you can really sort of get a bit analytical about your I am, like you have done inside of work, score it, reflect on it, think about amplifying it. Am I overplaying it? Um, am I getting enough of my bedrock? What is it that's triggering me? How do I really lead and inspire using my reputational layer? Do the same thing. You know, just take some time if you can on your commute or, uh, you know, at the weekend, whatever works for you. And just think, actually, how much am I really being my best self in my relationships outside of work? And what do I need to do to really be more me and help those around around me to be them too? So I've put some tips um, and some notes and some energizers into this month's I Am A Monthly to help you with your relationships and thinking about being your best self out of work. Stay you and go and be yourself. 